I hated that. What's up, everybody? Hello. We're back. Hello. We're back. Back and better than ever. You know, guys, it's been a minute. It's been a hot sec. It's been a really long fucking time. But we're back. We're back. Um, And boy, do we have something special for you today. We got a doozy for you. Okay, I'm very excited about it. I don't think Leah's as excited as I am. Nope. This is fake excitement. So did you... How'd you feel watching it again? Again? Wait, was this the first time yeah, you watched it? No, I refused to watch it in okay, the first okay. place. Okay, listen, why were you having so many judgments? Because it's so stupid. You, okay, that is rude. Okay. Y'all don't know what we're talking about. I'm talking about the famed 2009 Kevin James classic, Paul Blart Mall Cop. Paul Blart. Hold for applause. I'm going to put, I'm going to insert a little clip here. Thank you. Hate you. It's so exciting. Um, for those of you who have been living under a rock for the last, oh my God, decade. Oh, it's been 10 years. Oh God. Um, Paul Blart Mall Cop is about a single suburban father, Kevin James, who works at a, as a mall security guard to make ends meet. And he takes his job very seriously, even though most of his colleagues and customers don't. As the holidays approach, Paul gets his moment to shine when Santa's little helpers shut down the mall and take hostages, including his daughters and girlfriend. She's not his girlfriend yet. He realizes no one knows the place better than he does, and he mounts his trusty steed, a Segway, and goes to the rescue. Paul Blart Mall Cop is a classic from my childhood. I... Did you see this in theaters? I don't know. Ew. I may have. I don't know. I feel like I didn't. We, back in the day, was Blockbuster still around in 2009? Probably. Back in the day, so I grew up like an hour, 15, hour, 30 minutes from my grandparents' house. That's the perfect movie time. And we had those, like, like little TV screens in the back of our, like, GNC. Um... So like we the, like, attachable headrest ones? Yes. Yeah, I had that, too. Um, so my parents would, like, go to Blockbuster and rent a film. Um, oh, no, it wasn't even the one in the headrest. It was the, the pre-the headrest. It was the one that came down from the... Oh, it was, like, in the car. It was the... Oh, I had, like, the attachable fake Yeah, one. no, we got the... We got the before that was a thing. Um... No, 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 no. Like, the things you attach, like, aren't part of the car. It's, like, just a separate machine you put in the car. Oh, my parents, before that, we they had one of those, like, little kitchen, like, those very little, like, 12-inch TVs, and they would take, um, like, bungee cords, and they would put it in the in-between console and bungee cord it to the t thing. Yep, yep. And it was, it was very MacGyvered. Um, it was really cute, I gotta say. Um, but that's what they did, because when you have twin infants in the car for more than, like, ten minutes, it's actual living hell. Um, but we did have the, we did upgrade to the flip thing down. It was worth it. Um, but they would rent movies from Blockbuster to satiate us on our, on our journey to my grandparents, because we took that trip every- Satiate? Yes. 
What does that mean? Satiate means to like, I don't know the exact definition, I just know it's appropriate to use. Let's look it up. Satiate. 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 To satisfy. <laughs> That's what it means to yeah. satisfy? Pretty much. <laughs> um, so, we would watch movies. Because we would take that trip every weekend because that's where we went to church. Um, so I feel like, so a lot of my really important, some of my favorite childhood movie memories would be in that car with my brother watching movies from the flip down screen. I watched What About Bob probably 5,000 fucking times. What the fuck is that? It's a movie with Bill Murray. It is so good. We'll have to watch it. Um, and I watched Waterboy 5,000 times. My mom says, I have never actually seen Waterboy, but I have heard it. Yeah, that's what my parents say. Like, they've heard movies that I've watched in the car. Like, I don't think they've actually seen all the Harry Potter movies, but, like, they heard it a thousand fucking times mm -hmm. in the car. The other two big ones, my parents are like, we've never seen but have heard What About Bob and fucking Waterboy countless times. Um, but it, Sean and I truly enjoyed that. Um... So, yes, Paul Blart Mall Cop is a staple of my childhood, and a few weeks ago, a mere few weeks ago, I woke up, and I just wanted to do something wholesome with my cup of coffee in the morning, and I noticed that Paul Blart Mall Cop was on Netflix, and I was like, hey, Leah, do you want to watch Paul Blart Mall Cop? What, nothing, not thinking anything to do with this fucking podcast, by the way. I just wanted to do it as, like, a fun roommate, best friend bonding time. <laughs> And she goes, ew, no, I don't watch Public America. That's stupid. And I was like, excuse me? stupid. It's a B movie. No, it isn't. It's fantastic. It's art. Truly. It's a 2000s B movie. I love it. It's so good. Um, so before we even get here, I'm going to give it a 10 out of fucking 10. Zero out of 10. 10 out of fucking 10. Zero. Um, so, Paul Blart Mall Cop is fantastic. Um, and let's get into the nitty gritty about the plot. Um, and just what we think about the moment to moment to moment to moment to moment happenings of this cult classic Kevin James film. You, don't you already have some qualms <laughs> against Kevin James to begin with, so you're biased going in. Well, I mean, besides the fact that he's, like, a racist. He is? <laughs> Wait, what am I not hip to? What did I not know? And, like, super misogynistic. <gasps> what do I not know about him? Watch his stand-up. His stand-up is so misogynistic. I, like, oh, no, I have never die. seen his stand-up. Um, shit my dad loves him like he's funny he does like all the like prank fall like bullshit that old men find funny oh so he's 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 a good comedian generally he just is misguided paul paul blart Malcolm <laughs> is no different um i know i think paul blart, is, it, paul blart is wholesome kevin james if he's an asshole I, Paul well, Blart as a character is a good person. No, I'm saying like it's, it's like stupid comedy. Oh yeah, it's, it's like, stupid comedy. It's not. It's not like clever. if you grew up with it. Like if you watched it when you were super young, I can see how it would like be funny then. But oh, like watching funny. it for the first time now, it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I I don't. I watched this like a couple weeks ago, so I don't remember the mm -hmm. moment to moment because I was spacing out for half of it because nothing happens in the movie. 
excuse the fuck out of you. Um, so much happens. Did you not see all of the flips? Oh my god. All of that acro. Okay, can we talk about that lady, the girl? Amy? Her eyes are so big. That's <laughs> what I was focused on. And the like entire I've seen time. this I've seen this actress before. So yeah, like, no, I, I thought I had that I feeling how, the entire time Billy was how happening. Big her eyes are, but like in this movie, they like over accentuated the eyes. Who makeup so artist much? <laughs> I was like, holy shit, her eyeballs are popping out of red. Her eyeballs popping. Uh, oh, um, and I also wrote down her hair is so fake, and then I realized they're all wigs. wigs. You dingus. <laughs> you so dingus. They're not even good wigs. They're bad wigs. Well, because they're mall wigs. <laughs> Leah, we like, went to theater scary. conservatory. Yeah. You have to stay in the world of the place. You can't have good wigs. Well, that was my, like, they didn't, like, say that it was a wig at first. So, like, I was like, why does her hair look like that? It was supposed to be a fun moment of discovery (laughs) for the audience. God, Leah. Ew. Stupid. Um, I think that it, it, it would be a really fun exercise. So, you know how at the beginning, I also would like to make it clear that Leah has her notes for this. I don't have any notes for this. I watched this movie after years of not having seen it, like two months ago, and haven't seen it since. So I'm doing this all from memory. Yeah, I, I haven't watched it in a while either. So be prepared to be in awe of the fact that I remember Ugh. such specific things from this. Um, so there's a beginning sequence where he... The only time where I was like, oh, Paul Blart's kind of an asshole, um, is he's having dinner with his family after he fails the state police test, whatever, because he's, like, hypoglycemic, and he didn't have sugar, and he literally just passes out right in front of the finish line. Um, And so he's having dinner with his mom and his daughter, and he's, like, all bummed out about it. And he's, like, being kind of pouty, which is annoying. Um, And... He's, like, eating his dinner, and he's like, yeah, he's so sad. And his mom was like, do you want pie? And he's like, no, no, mom, I want pie. I don't want pie. And then she's like, oh, okay. And then he's like, I'm kidding. Like, of course I want pie. And she's like, oh, ha, ha, ha. And they sit there. He's like, I mean, now, now, get the pie now. And I'm like, that's rude. But... Where I was going with this is she gets the pie, and I feel like it's a berry pie. I don't remember the specific berry pie it was, but he puts peanut butter on it. Yes. And I feel Uh, like it would be a fun exercise for us to get get a berry pie and put peanut butter on it just for the sake of of immersing ourselves in the culture of of the film we watched this week. Gross. I think it'd be cute. Nope. I remember being very fascinated. That's disgusting. How do you know? You never tried it. I feel like it would be disgusting. I don't know. It might be great. It just doesn't go together. Um, if it's like a blueberry pie and you put peanut butter on it, mm. it's like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. That's weird. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. I've never heard of that before. Also, my voice sounds like a 12-year-old boy right now because I'm getting ill. Um, Stop breathing on me. I'm not breathing on you. I'm breathing in the opposite direction of you. Calm down. You were just, you were just I'm leaning. I'm leaning towards you. I'm leaning. You were looking I'm leaning towards you, but my face hole hole is angled away from you, so you need to dial it back a little bit. Anyway. 
So Paul Blart. Oh, oh look I wrote I wrote down um the assistant guy who turns out to be the bad guy was the creepy dude from Wedding Crashers. Oh, I've never seen that movie. I love that. Mo- oh, you would love that movie. It's hilarious. It's dirty. It's dirty. Leah it loves dirty. a good dirty movie. I watched it when I was young and I was like, ah, titties! <laughs> ah, titties! I feel like everyone when they're young is like, ah, boobies! Boobies! Oh my god, they're kissing! Meanwhile, I had them. I was like, ah, ah other titties! Other titties! I've never seen titties! Um, oh, my cousin, she posted something really funny on Facebook that made me think of this because. So her daughter is, like, seven now, and she had a lot to say about that concept of seeing funny things, um, uh, and... What concept? The concept of, like, being a child and, like, seeing stuff like boobies and, like, kissing and stuff, um... So she goes, it's funny in the movies where they kiss and then they start nomming on each other. Look, here comes the nomming. That's adorable. (laughs) That's really fucking cute yep good one (laughs) i love my cousin she's like seven that's really cute oh okay would you think she was an adult Uh, yeah you said she posted on facebook my her mother my cousin her mother posted it on facebook look at this cute thing my daughter said say that you did not say that okay i got it i get it now okay that's funny i'm glad we established that um also there's a sequence where they go to like a bar and it's like the first time Paul, like, has been out with his, like, work friends. My comment on that literally was, why are men so creepy when they're drunk? (laughs) Big facts. So, Paul Blart is not a man who drinks, and he was having what he thought was lemonade because he was doing a nacho eating contest, and he had a lot of jalapenos, and it was really hot. And he downed a whole margarita in about 10 seconds because he thought it was lemonade. And he's like, damn, this lemonade's really good. And his friend was like, Paul, that's not lemonade. It's margarita. And he's like, no, but I don't drink. And so he's kept drinking and got really plastered. Ugh. But what I have, my comment, his leather jacket. What about it? The leather jacket with all the holes and all, like, the little eyelets. I do not remember that. You may, I'll pull up a photo so you can see it. I want one. Oh. It, it means everything to me. Dude, it truly... It is the hottest thing I've ever seen in my life. That jacket. On Paul Blart? No, that jacket's singularly by itself. Paul Blart can go fuck himself. But, God, man, where is it? Like, the holes. It's just showing some <laughs> shitty... <laughs> leather jacket with the holes. <laughs> it's just showing some shitty leather jacket Kevin James wore to the premiere. See? Oh. Look at that! My. Dude, look at it! God. It's so great. That's why I missed it, because he only wears it for, like, a second. Ew. It's genius. It's one of my favorite parts of this whole fucking movie. Why can't I find it on Google? I cannot believe you had to go to the film itself to find it. Because it's one second of the movie. I know, but it's so iconic. This movie's so good. I love it. Oh, God. Oh, my. Isn't it? No, it's not cute. That's so ugly. I love it. Ew. You're breathing on me. I'm sorry. You're right. I forgot I was sick. Okay. Um, 
continuing on. So, Paul Bart's, like, in a really weird place in his life at the beginning of this. Like, he's got a crush on this girl. Like, he wanted to... way out of his league. <laughs> so out of his league. Um, like, I don't believe in leagues, but, like, if this was a league, she'd be out of it. But, like, personality-wise. <laughs> yeah. Because physical, just... physical whatever, that doesn't matter. Everyone no, has their own like preferences. No, it's just, like, they have nothing in common. <laughs> but they have nothing in common... They're at very different places in their lives. I think they want very different things. Um, and from what I gather, I have not seen the second film. She is not a part of it. Um, I don't oh, know if really? they're still together. Damn. Um, it, it just doesn't seem like they vibe. Well, the thing is, if you're in a relationship where one person is way more invested in it than the other person, it's not going to be a successful relationship. Don't anyway. get into relationships with and the people thing is, when they just agree to be with you because they feel bad. Yeah, that and also, like, he had, he was, like, obsessed with her and, like, had this big crush on her but didn't know her or know anything about her um, as an adult person. Um, and that's fine when you're 12, but, like, as a grown-up, that's not okay. And I have to say there's nothing more frustrating when people are have very strong opinion opinions on you based of some idea and person that they've created in their head that's not actually you that's really annoying and super gross oops that's me <laughs> do you do that i do that with like every guy you need to stop that that's gross <laughs> i'm like ooh, but he could be like this no no then he's not he literally never is and never will be just accept it now yep no guy is as good as I need him to be. Nope, so you just gotta find the one that's already there. What? <laughs> that's not good advice. <laughs> just take any guy. No, no, no. I'm, <laughs> no, no, I'm saying you have to find a guy that already meets your standards, not one that you have to fix I'm to saying, get there. I'm saying no guy meets my standards. Yet. Ever. Maybe just be a spinster then. You got more important things to focus on. Uh, we digress. So... Pa pa uh, Paul is going through a really rough time. He's knocking the girl. He made a fool of himself in this bar scene. He did not pass his cop test. He's, like, real hurt. Um, What did he do that was so creepy in the bar? Because I, I remember taking this note. Why are men so creepy when they're drunk? And wasn't he, like, being weird with he her? He was, like, whispering in her ear. Yeah, he was being, like, super weird with her. He was like, I told my mom about us. Ew! She was like, what? Don't do that, guy. Just, hey, guys, PSA, don't fucking talk to girls if it looks like she doesn't want to fucking talk to you. Yeah, it's very <laughs> weird. Um, and then also the pen salesman was being very weird with her in the bar as well. So it was like multiple men being very weird Ugh. with her in the bar. Um, so Paul is like really down on his luck. He's really embarrassed himself. He's just a flop right now. Um, and he's really trying his best. Um, and I don't know what this is in regard to, but one of my notes is just, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I bet it was at the sequence About when- halfway through the movie. When he's playing the guitar and they're shutting down the mall and- Oh no, that was a separate note. On that note, I wrote, he's killing it at Guitar Hero. <laughs> he's killing it at Guitar Hero, so that has to be before- Oh, I bet you, you know what I know that note was for? Oh no. When he goes to get his cell phone- 
And the cell phone guy is like, here, just take my daughter's phone. Yes, yes, yes. That phone. Like, and it's like a bedazzled phone or something. Um, I'm the type of girl that could get you up on my bubble <laughs> gum. I'm the type of girl that you want to take to your mama home. Isn't that his daughter's phone? Yeah, it's his daughter's oh phone. And then his daughter's boyfriend. He's like, are you feeling alive? Oh, that was, oh, see, I missed that part. I was like, who is this guy? Who he keeps calling. <laughs> it's his daughter's boyfriend that. Isn't his daughter, like, 12? No, his daughter's, like, a teenager. She's, like, 16. Oh, okay. Um, and I guess she was, like, she went over her minutes talking to her boyfriend on the phone, so that's why the dad took her phone away. Mm. Um, and Got I guess you. the girl also broke up with that guy, and then he was like, whatever her name is, she's like, she makes you feel alive, doesn't she? And he's like, oh, I'm not with her. <laughs> um, I'm friends with her dad, and he took her phone away because she went over her minutes and gave it to me. So, like, what's all, dude? And they're like, oh, I like you, Paul Blart. And so they were friends. Um, and he, like, was tracking him and had all this whack shit, so, right. like, he ended up helping him out when this yeah, mall heist was happening. Yeah, he saved the day. Paul Blart didn't save the day. That guy fucking saved the day. No, he didn't. He helped. Paul Blart had to be there. Like, dude, no. That, I don't believe, no. He was, he, I will say, he did help. He was part of the change, but, like, he did not, he was not the reason. He was not the reason for the season. So, I will, I want to say, the unsung heroes of this film are the actors and also Acro artists that were the heist people because they had yeah, so many unnecessary skate- weird flips and those like skateboard moves were badass skating and like they would have them like running and they would just do like some really weird like rolls and flips out of nowhere for no reason um and i dug it it was really on brand for the film um, and I feel like it set up a really nice juxtaposition with how physically inept Paul Blart is, which was set up previously with him being so pathetic at his cop test, um, which is why it was such a celebration when he beat them in the end. Um, but, like, no one has faith in Paul, and he's being, like, Betrayed by the guy he was supposed to be training, and worst of all, his the girl he likes is being held hostage in the mall. So he has to go through all these things. They're trying to get like the credit card machine numbers. The like bad guys are trying to get all the credit card machine numbers so they can like write them down and then get the money or some. I don't know how it works. And then they're gonna go to Fiji or something. I don't know. That's what the plan is. I did not pay attention to why anyone was doing anything in this movie. Okay. (laughs) So, the whole middle of this film is a lot of Paul Blardage doing stunts and really just making his life. He's just, like, going through, like, a lot of personal growth and, like, overcoming the things that are holding him back and... All this shit. And things get even worse when his daughter comes to bring him some food. And she ends up getting held hostage. So everyone's like, what the fuck? So outside, the cops are there, and they have the SWAT team and everything. So they're all communicating with Paul via his borrowed cell phone. 
Um, and it's like all this nonsense. And the guy holding people hostage find out that his that girl that showed up is his daughter because she lied and said that it's like she worked at Orange Julius or something. Um, and so everything like comes to a head when um, the guy s- manages to get the numbers somehow. And they end up leaving the mall and trying to drive to an airport. Um, and so Paul and the SWAT team guy get in this car and they're they're driving to the airport and stuff. And they end up like crashing or something. So Paul leaves and like runs through the woods to get to the airport really fast. And he gets there and he he has this big fight scene with the guy. Oh, and he's and the guy like took his gr- like the girl and his daughter with him to to continue holding them hostage so he could get out of the mall parking lot without the cops stopping him. So Paul has this big fight with him and wins it. And you're like, hell yeah, Paul won. And then the SWAT team guy does something where he's like, you're not. He's like, I'm going to have to stop you there, Paul. And the SWAT team guy, to add insult to injury, was also Paul Blart's high school bully. Oh my god! What a twist! What oh my god! Well, it wasn't a twist because we knew it from the beginning, but like it, the the twist was that the SWAT team guy was actually the head of the operation. So he's like, "I'm gonna stop you there, Paul," and he's like, "Actually, this is my operation." Blah 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 blah. And um, I don't remember if it was Paul or the head of the security, the head security guard, or the like regular cop that shows up and is like put your gun down or something yeah it was the head of security at the mall shot him in the arm or something right yeah shot him and he's like shaking because he's never shot anybody because he's a small security guard um so they arrest the guy and they save the day and paul and like the end of the film is this really beautiful like sunrise sequence where there's all these ambulances there at the airport and it's like and it's like a private airport like it's not a big commercial airport it's like an airport for private planes um and like they're checking out paul making sure he's okay like looking at amy and paul's daughter and making sure they're okay and there's this really cute sequence because paul goes oh wait i had something to give you because while he was getting his like changing out of his security uniform and like putting on an all-black outfit to be a badass he stopped at hallmark and got Amy a birthday card because it was her birthday. Aww. Because it was also Black Friday. And she was like, yeah, it sucks to have your birthday on Black Friday when you work in the mall. So he wrote her a birthday card and she gets like all emotional. And they hold hands, which signifies that they're together. And Paul's reunited with his daughter. And the police officer is like, there's a place for you. Like, like, in our police officership, if you would like, <laughs> if you would unit like it in our unit, <laughs> sure. If you would like it, and he goes, no, I have my mall family, and I want to protect it here. Ew. And that's how the film ends. And that's why there's a Paul Blart Mall Cop two, which because we have, he's a fucking idiot and stays at the mall, which we have not watched yet. No. But we will. Nope. And we'll do that episode. No. Nope. ASMR. (laughs) (laughs) So that is Paul Blart Mall Cop 1. Woo! So bad. I, 10 out of 10. 
Zero out of ten. Uh, rated R for really fucking awesome. Uh, it's currently on Netflix, so you can go uh, watch how fucking bad it is. But, I mean, don't waste your time. I would also like to uh, shout out Drew Mitchell because we had a conversation about Paul Blart Mall Cop unrelated to this podcast. And I was like, oh, Lee and I are going to do Paul Blart Mall Cop. And I can't remember if he said he liked it or if he hated it. I feel like he said he hated it, and I said I was going to roast him on air. Um, regardless, if you even if you did like it, Drew, I'm going to roast you on air. I hope you listen to this. Fuck you, Drew. Anyway. And fuck you. Kevin James, I guess. all the rich people out there who don't want to pay taxes. All right. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.